Hello, I'm Caroline and this is Simon and we want to say Happy Easter to everyone today. We are so excited to be um, celebrating Easter. It's the most exciting day in the, in the Christian calendar because Jesus is risen. He's conquered death, he's conquered the grave and he's completely overcome and um, we are victorious with him. So Happy Easter. Yeah, Happy Easter everyone. It's great to be with you and to be joining you as you join us from your homes it's brilliant to just to be able to celebrate Easter together, no matter what's going on around us, Christ is still alive. And a number of quick announcements before we move in uh, to our worship time. Uh, first to say that uh, launching today, we have uh, online uh, coffee and chat uh, meetings, which are on Zoom after the service. Uh, they're after the 9.30 and after the 11.30 meetings. And so you, if, you've got, uh, if you haven't got Zoom, you can download Zoom and uh, connect online. The details will be on the chat on the right-hand side. It's coffee and chat. Obviously, you've got to bring your own coffee, um, but it should be a great time just to connect, particularly if you're new, if you're just joining into King's Arms for the first time. It'll be a brilliant space to actually hear people's voices and connect with uh, different people from our community. There's going to be hosts, but whoever you are, if you just fancy catching up with some people, then hop on there afterwards. The details will be in the chat. Mm. And we just want to thank you as well for supporting everything that King's Arms is doing financially. And if you want to give into the offering today, you can do that by clicking on the link in the top right-hand corner of your browser. And now we're going to hand over to the amazing Matt Knapp for some worship. Hi, everyone. I just want to read from Psalm 46 before we start. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea. It goes on to say, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Yeah, Father, we thank you that you are in control. We thank you that you are here with us right now. And we worship you this morning. Whatever our weeks look like, God, wherever we're at, you remain the same. You are seated on the throne. Why don't you just lift out your hands to him right now? Just tell him that he's welcome. Welcome in our hearts. Welcome in our rooms, where we're listening. Spirit, we just invite you in. We worship you today. And we have come to give you glory. And we have come to give you praise and we have come to give you glory and we have come to give you praise you're welcome you're welcome in this place. 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 And we have come to give you glory. Come to give you praise. We have come, and we have come to give you glory, and we have come to give you praise. Yeah. You're welcome in this place. You're welcome in this place. You're welcome in this place. Every heart, every mind. You're welcome in this place. You're welcome in this place. You're welcome in this place. So have your way. Have your way now. Have your way. Yeah. And have. Have your way, have your way, bless the Lord. 
soul and let all that's within me shout out, shout out. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and let all that's within me shout out, let it shout out. We bless the Lord, oh my soul, and let all that's within me shout out, let it shout out. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and let all that's within me shout out, shout out. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Yeah, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. You're welcome in this place. 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 Yeah. You're welcome in our hearts, God. In our minds. Oh, Prince of Peace, you're welcome. Prince of Peace, you're welcome to come and have your way, come and have your way, have your way. I cast my mind to Calvary. Where Jesus bled and died for me, I see his wounds, his hands, his feet, oh my Savior on that cursed tree. His body bound and drenched in tears. They laid him down in Joseph's tomb And the entrance sealed by heavy stone And Messiah still and all alone And oh, praise the name of the Lord The blazing sun shall pierce the night And I will rise among the saints My gaze transfixed on Jesus' face He shall return in robes of white the blazing sun shall pierce the night and i will rise among the saints and my gaze transfixed on jesus face
You're the reason we heal. You're the reason we sing it. Oh, you're the reason we're breathing, Jesus.
And there is no higher name than the name of the Lord. There is no higher name than the name of Jesus. There is no higher name than your name, O Lord. Yeah, no higher name now than your name be lifted higher, be lifted higher, be lifted higher. So let your name be lifted higher, be lifted higher, be lifted higher. Let your name be lifted higher, be lifted higher, be lifted higher. So let your name be lifted higher, be lifted higher, be lifted higher. Just begin to praise Him. Pour out your adoration to the King. Oh, we love you, Lord. Worthy of all praise and honor. Yeah. There is no higher name than the name of Jesus. And there is no higher name than the name of the Lord. For there is no higher name than the name of Jesus. There is no higher name than the name of the Lord. surrounding me let it break at your name still and call the sea to still the rage in me to still every way at your name we sing Jesus Jesus you make the darkness tremble Jesus Jesus, you silence fill my Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus, sing it again, sing Jesus, 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 you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus. Silence, fill my Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus. Your name, your name now. Your name is a lie that the shadows can't deny. And your name cannot be overcome. shadows can't deny now and your name cannot be overcome oh, your name is alive forever lifted high and your name cannot be overcome oh we sing jesus jesus 
Jesus You make the darkness tremble And Jesus, Jesus Your silence fit Jesus, Jesus You make the darkness tremble Jesus, Jesus And your silence darkness tremble Jesus Jesus and you silence fear my Jesus Jesus you make the darkness tremble Jesus Jesus Prince of Peace Prince of Peace that's your name that's your name Yeah, Father, we just want to thank you that you are Lord of all the earth, that you are sovereign over all creation, that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, that you uh, sent your Son to die, to live again, to be raised again on our behalf, that we might live. And we just want to celebrate that together as your body, as your family scattered across this region, not able to gather physically, but to gather spiritually together. We are one spirit together, celebrating, lifting up one voice to you to glorify your name. And we just thank you for this time we've had together. In Jesus' name. Amen. So great to worship together, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You know, we just wanted to let you know of a couple of things that we've set up as well. Uh, firstly, there's a helpline for anyone who's working on the for the NHS. Don't necessarily have to be part of the King's Arms, but they can ring anytime and speak to someone, just have a listening ear, get some pastoral support. And also, uh, we've got a group that's running, a virtual group that's running every Wednesday night um, that Kirsty Cook's going to be leading for people who are um, NHS workers or other frontline workers who just would like some prayer and some encouragement. And there's um, details of those things in the comments section um, just now, or you can look them up on kingsarms.org. Yeah, brilliant. We really want to support and pray yeah. for all of our frontline workers. Um, and actually, earlier in the week, I had a privilege to... Uh, connect to, to have a little chat with one of our frontline workers who works for the NHS. Her name's Vicky, and we're going to switch over to that video now so you can get to hear her story. And she's going to lead us uh, in some things that we can be praying for, particularly for those who are working for the NHS. King's Arms, it's a real privilege to have so many uh, of our community who are frontline workers who are just working uh, their socks off in the middle of this uh, crisis. And we just wanted to have the opportunity for you to uh, meet one of them and to hear their story and for provoke us all really to be praying. So I'm going to introduce you to Vicky Storm. I'm going to bring Vicky onto the screen now. Hi, Vicky. It's great to see you. Hello, Simon. Good to see you as well. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. And thanks so much for, for joining us and doing this uh, little video with us. And obviously, we've only just met and I've only heard, just been able to have a chance to hear recently something of your story. But why don't you just introduce yourself and tell the King's Arms who you are and what you do? So, yeah, obviously I'm Vicky and I work in Bedford Hospital as an occupational therapist and, and most of, kind of more, part of my job is to really look at people that come into hospital and get them back on their feet and get them back home. Uh, just providing a lot of care for people and getting them to a place where they're independent and facilitating that safe discharge from hospital to home or any other preferred uh, place. So, yeah, that's... That's wow, that's incredible. And I, and I guess for you and the whole team there, you were kind of doing your job, you're kind of going about every, just kind of what you do, what you know, and then suddenly you've been thrown onto the front line of this crisis, which must be quite a shock for everybody. How are you doing? How are the team doing? How are people coping? What's the feeling at the hospital right now? So in the hospital at the moment, there's, um, oh, there's a lot of mixed feelings, to be honest. You know, you have one half where people walk into the hospital and you can just sense this uh, a spirit of fear that's just there. And everyone is just mm. afraid, afraid because things are unpredictable, unpredictable mm. with patients. It's unpredictable with um, just us as staff members. You don't know whether your colleague is going to be in tomorrow or not. It's just mm. everything predictable and then they're just waiting to hear how to manage ourselves, how to manage in terms of keeping ourselves safe as well. Um, and then on the other side, you have, because we genuinely love our job, we genuinely love taking care of people, you know, 
you have people that are fighters and they're actually just out there saying, you know, whatever comes, I'm here till the end. And so it's just a nice kind of mix of things. Um, and just dealing with, a lot of it is just dealing really with emotions and how we care for our patients and the thoughts about also, you know, people come to work and they leave their families at home and they're thinking yeah. about, you know, how do I get back to my home, to my family, and not pass on anything? And yeah. you find that people now they're separating themselves, even in their own family environments. Gosh. Now you can imagine how that impacts their thinking and their spirit and just everything. So by the time they come to work, as much as they've seen their family, uh, families in person, they haven't really uh, actually been in in a way of, you know, obviously you can't do the hugging and the touching, but they yeah. are separating themselves. Um, so it's just dealing with a lot of emotions in the hospital and outside mm. the hospital. Um, mm. Yeah, it must be so tough. I mean, it's the same for, for everyone in terms of everything that was normal has now become different. Even going to the shops is different. I can imagine it's like that's times 10 when you're right on the front line. Um, so how are you, just talking personally, how are you coping? There must be real highs and real lows. How are you doing um, personally with this whole situation and how's it affecting you personally? Um, I mean, I've got a smile on my face right now. Um, <laughs> but I tell you, to be honest, it's not easy. Um, mm. it, I think as I've had to, so about a week ago, uh, a week and a half ago, I was in a place where I was also very much in my mind afraid initially yeah. because I wasn't sure what was going on. I wasn't sure what was expected of me and I wasn't sure what type of help I would have. And then yeah. I think I had concerns about my own health and I was thinking, oh, what if it happens to me? Um, yeah. and of a sudden, I can't see my family. My family's not even in Bedford. My family's in Milton King. So that's out of the way now. And then suddenly all my social, little social life that I have is gone. So yeah. all that's taken away and I was trying to find ways how to cope with that. Um, and I think I had to have had to have a genuine conversation with God and just go and really just talk to him. I did a lot of crying at the beginning because I mm. had disappointments that I needed to deal with. And I was thinking, oh, Lord, what about the things that you've promised me about the future? What does it look like? And what about mm. right now? I'm starting to feel so alone, you know, as mm. much as, you know, it's great you've got like friends and family and the church as well, but I was starting to feel like I'm going to work and coming home alone. How yeah. am I supposed to do this and how long is this going to be? And I think the more time that I spent with Christ and really being honest about my feelings to him, that got me to a place where it moved away from these whys and the complaints to acknowledging that, you know, this is where we're at at the moment. And um, and then thinking about, you know, where does God want me to be right now? How am I supposed mm -hmm. to be? What does he want me to do? And, and to be honest with you, this is probably a hard one, but I had to make a decision also about my Christian walk, about my faith, but what I really mm -hmm. believe. It almost, almost feels like my faith is being challenged to say, do I actually believe that he's the healer? Do I actually yeah. believe that he comforts me? You know, and then the biggest part was for me was, you know, you know, Paul says to to live is Christ and to die is gain. And some of the mm. scary. But I think for once in my life for me, that is actually literal. And it's yeah. I'm leaving my house. Yeah, it reads, it reads well in the Bible, doesn't it? Until you're actually having to, you're facing it, as you as you yeah. say, yeah. Yeah, initially it was very, it was a very pretty scripture before. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now yeah. I'm like leaving my house and I yeah. have to come and say, I make a decision where I stand. And I think the moment I, that made, that decision was made to say, I want to follow Christ even to mm. the end. Lord, how am I going to serve my community? And how am I also going to take care of this person, you know, and trusting God yeah. that he will take care of me. Um, and that took me to a whole new level now where it was no longer about just me. It was, this is fine, but let's now take it out and, you know, deal with the guys that I work with, uh, my team, which is very important as well. And yeah. then also making sure now that I can connect with people through online. And I, I'm intentional about connections now. Uh, instead of coming home and then just covering my head. <laughs> yeah. So it, 
journey and I feel like I have to process every day and honestly yeah. trust God every single morning and really be uh, grateful and intentionally grateful for something on a daily basis um, to see to see hope in this whole thing. Yeah, that's so good. It's so inspiring as well. And just, you know, on behalf of everyone, thank you for what you're doing and for just how you're walking it out as a follower of Jesus. It's, I know that it's going to be making an impact to those around you. And even those hearing this now, it's going to be inspiring them and encouraging them. So thank you. Um, I guess the last question would be, how can we be praying for you, for the team, for the hospital, maybe three things, uh, two or three things that you can think of. You think, actually, let's, let's be praying for this together. That would be great. Yeah. The first thing, I think the first thing in my heart really is um, I'm, as much as with everything happening and there's a storm, I genuinely believe there are miracles to be seen. Mm. And I'm really praying for that supernatural healing for mm. those that are sick. And I think as you pray for us that in the NHS, we see those miracles. I think it's time that, you know, the doctors, the nurses, the therapists, and everybody that works in the NHS actually sees the miracles and actually knows that it's beyond the medical side. Uh, it's yeah. past and we see Christ in that. And I think that's really important. Um, we've got to see those miracles. And the second bit would be, you know, I, for us, we coming, we're going to a place where there's the atmos atmosphere isn't great uh, mm. unless some changes or unless something happens to it. So if you pray for us to have hope, pray for us that in the midst of everything that we are going to see with our eyes, we are literally going to see patients that are going to be alone and they'll mm. take the last breath. We will see mm. others who have the same symptoms. And, you know, like now we, we, we're in a place where we're talking about, oh, if you see the blood levels like this, if you see them going through one, two, three things, and you kind of like start calculating and thinking they're not going to make it. And mm. it goes because our sight but it becomes we go to a point of hope and saying mm. Lord, we want to see you in this place so i just just hope to arise on that yeah. thinking and what we say as well um yeah and the third thing for me is probably the one of the most exciting things for me um is that i would love to see a lot more people in the NHS give their life. I think more than ever before, this is a moment where people need to come back to Christ, come back to God. Um, they see God in this. And so that, I think that's the biggest one for me is, that, you know, Paul says, I pray that they may be saved. And mm. through this situation, it's, it's not a great situation. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, it's, it's in that's in the storm. May we see his presence and his glory. May we mm. see the light changed and may we see people actually rise up and say, you know, I, I believe in Jesus Christ and I want to give my life to Christ. Mm. So, yeah. Brilliant, Vicky. Thank you so much. It's been great. So great to hear from you. So great to get those things down to, to pray. And uh, we'll make sure we're going to take a moment now to, uh, to pray together as a church family for you and for all the team there. But God bless you. And as you go back to work in these next few days and weeks, uh, uh, pre please know that we're going to be praying for you and holding you up. And thank you for all you're doing. Yeah. Thank you, Simon. Yeah. Great to be with you. Isn't she amazing? It was such a privilege to get to chat with Vicky for a few moments and to hear something of her story and how we can be praying. So wherever we are, uh, in our homes, let's just lift our voices together now. Let's just yeah. be crying out for the NHS workers um, who are literally on the front line of this thing. Let's just lift our hands now. Let's just close our eyes. Let's lift our hands to God. Uh, parents, if you're with kids, you can be praying with them together. But let's all just lift our voices together to God, shall we? Let's do it. One, two, three, let's go. Yeah, God, we just thank you so much that you're our protector, Jesus. You cover us, um, that, that we're safe inside your, your feathers, that you're our rampart, that you surround us. God, we thank you that you're our protector, Jesus. We thank you that you're our comforter, God, that you know what we need, Jesus, that you designed us um, inside and outside, and you know everything that 
that we need and, and you are able and willing to provide. So I just pray for each one of us, God. I pray for every one of the workers in, in Bedford and Bedfordshire and in this entire nation, God. Everyone who is seeing things and that, that they never wanted to see, God. People who are experiencing pain, Father. People who are alone, Father. We just pray that you come. Be our comfort. Be our peace. Be our protector in Jesus' name. Yes, Father, we pray for every single one of the workers on the front line. Yeah. We pray for our NHS that you'd strengthen, support them, that they'd have all the, the PPE that they need, that they'd have every resource they need, yeah. they'd have the emotional strength of this. We pray for, for Vicky, all our colleagues and wider yeah. across all the hospitals in our region. We pray your blessing, your protection, let that be a shield over them and over our hospitals. We pray, Father, that we would buck the stats, that this virus would be kicked out of bodies faster than uh, any medic ever thought possible. We pray for breakthrough. Yes, we pray for your sovereign hand over anyone who's sick, who's part of King's Arms as well. We pray, God, for salvation opportunities. We pray, Lord, that your salvation would break out yeah. uh, and that there will be opportunities for people to encounter you in ways that they have never done before. That yeah. uh, this uh, crisis would cause people to turn to you in their, in their hundreds, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thanks so much, guys, for joining us in prayer. And now we have the amazing Wendy Mann who's going to be speaking to us. Well, hello everyone, and thank you so much for joining us at the King's Arms online today. Um, my name's Wendy, and I want to warmly welcome you to my home. It's so great, isn't it, that we still get to be together through these challenging times. And although we can't be in the same room or see each other's faces, it's just brilliant to be able to connect together, isn't it? And especially on a day like today where we get to celebrate Easter Sunday. I'm so glad that we get to celebrate Jesus' victory today. I actually think it's the providence of God that Easter has, is falling in the middle of everything that's going on in our nation and across the world at the moment. Today we get to remember and celebrate Jesus' victory. We get to remember the brilliant news of the gospel, that Jesus took our sin and our shame and our mess on himself, that he chose to um, die in our place, that he took the punishment that we deserved so that we could be free. Today we get to remember and celebrate Jesus' victory, the fact that he has defeated death and the enemy and actually any enemy that we're ever going to face. He has defeated, he has won, and he's been raised up to the highest place at the right hand of the Father, which is where he is right now, ruling and reigning in complete victory. And that is brilliant news for us. Jesus has made it possible for us to come into relationship with our Heavenly Father. We have been adopted by the God of the universe as dearly loved sons and daughters. And there is so much for us to celebrate today. Jesus' resurrection changes everything for us personally, but also for the world around us. And I just want to say to you, if you're joining us today and you don't yet know Jesus, and you wouldn't be able to say that you've ever given your life to be in a relationship with your heavenly father, I want you to know today that God knows you and that he loves you and that you're able to open your heart to him today. And I wanna give us an opportunity to do that at the end of this meeting. But first of all, let's read a little bit of the Easter story. And if you've got your Bibles with, with you, I'm gonna read from Matthew chapter 28, and we're gonna to start together at verse one. And this is what it says. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone and sat on it. His face shone like lightning and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him and they fell into a dead faint. And then the angel spoke to the women. Don't be afraid, he said. I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He's risen from the dead. Come, see where his body was lying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I've told you. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. As they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him and grasped his feet and worshipped him. And then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid, go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and they will see me there. 
I just want us to pause in the story at this point because as I was preparing for today, I was thinking about the whole range of emotions that the disciples and the women must have gone through as they went through these different stages of Jesus being arrested and then being crucified and then dying and then the couple of days they had when they were completely on their own, that he wasn't there anymore. And then how everything got turned on its head when he reappeared to them, having risen from the dead. They must have gone through a whole roller coaster of emotions. And the disciples had been doing life with Jesus for three years. Um, they'd eaten with him, they'd heard him tell parables, they'd seen him do amazing miracles, they learned so much from him. And although they didn't fully get everything about Jesus while he was with them, they had clocked the fact that he was the promised Messiah, that he was the one that they were waiting for, who was going to bring in a different kind of kingdom of grace and peace and hope and healing. Now, when Jesus was arrested, most of the disciples actually fled because they were afraid. And I would imagine when they then heard about the fact that he died, that they would have been completely devastated. What were they going to do now? Jesus wasn't here anymore. I would imagine they would have felt lost and confused and broken. I would imagine it would have felt like a very bleak and very dark time for them in that moment. But then three days later, their hopelessness and despair would have been completely overtaken by incredible joy and worship because Jesus appeared to them having risen again from the dead. He had won the victory and the disciples would never be the same again. I want to tell us today that the great news for us today and every day is that we always get to live this side of the resurrection. You know, we might face seasons where it feels bleak and dark and we might wrestle at times of feeling um, lonely and confused and broken. But we are never going to go back to a time when Jesus is dead and in the grave. And that is great news for us. The Jesus we worship is alive and on his throne and that is never going to change. And that can give us great hope and great comfort both for what we're going through now, but also what's to come in the future. We can know incredible peace because of Jesus' victory. And there's so many things we could celebrate today about Jesus' resurrection and what that means for us, but I just want to focus in on two specific things. And in order to do that, I want us to finish reading the story in Matthew chapter 28. And so we're going to pick it up again in verse 16. And this is what it says. Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The first thing I want us to celebrate today that we get to enjoy because of Jesus' resurrection is this. We have access to resurrection power. Jesus tells us in this passage, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth, therefore go. And the great news for us today and every day is that we have access to resurrection power. Jesus has all authority in heaven and on earth. The Bible also tells us that, that he's omnipotent, which means he is all powerful. And the great news for us is that we get to access and partner with his power and authority. And you know, I am convinced that Jesus do, is doing miracles all over the planet all the time. It's just that often we're not aware of what he's doing. You know, in this season across the globe, I believe God is working miracles. He is advancing his kingdom. He's bringing hope and healing. I believe that he's giving leaders and scientists strategy and wisdom. I believe that he's giving key workers faith and courage and grace. God's kingdom is advancing all over the planet. And that gives us great comfort. We have access to resurrection power. And that is great news for us today. And it's really important 
as we go through this season, in any season really, that we lock eyes with Jesus. We fix our eyes on him so that we can keep faith alive in our hearts. So when we pray, we need to realise that our prayers carry resurrection power. Power to heal the sick, to stop a virus, power to see hope and life released, power to see families and marriages restored. When we pray, we release resurrection power. And so I want to encourage us, as we pray, let's pray with faith that God is going to move. Those of you who are key workers, we just want to thank you so much for all that you're giving in this season and all the sacrifices you're making. And I just want to remind you today, you carry resurrection power wherever you go. The Bible says that the same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you which means wherever you go, he goes and life flows. God is releasing his kingdom through you. And I want to encourage you today, as you go to work, go with faith because God is with you. And you know, the truth is that's the same for all of us. All of us who are watching, who are believers, carry resurrection power. The Holy Spirit lives in each one of us and he wants to flow through us. And God is still wanting to advance his kingdom through us in this season and you know we're already hearing stories of that happening within our church family it's so exciting we had a story come through recently over this online platform that we're using to to show our sunday meetings we were praying for the sick on one occasion and uh, someone responded who had pain in their back that was six out of ten and pain in their achilles tendon that was eight out of ten one of our online hosts just typed a prayer. And as they typed the prayer, the, the person's pain was completely healed. And actually they went for a run later in the day and they were completely pain free. God is not in isolation. He is still working. He is still moving. And his resurrection power is available for us right now. Another story. We've got a lady in our church who works in a local hospital. And she shared that she had the opportunity to share the gospel with the doctors and nurses in her department that she was working with. And I just think that shows incredible courage. God's kingdom is advancing. Another story, Tony and Claire Coggan, who are part of our family, were out on their regular exercise, their once a day exercise, and they bumped into three friends who were sitting on three separate benches. And uh, they got talking with them and they got to just ask them what was going on. And they found out that one of their friends had died the night before and they were really struggling with the news. And so Tony and Claire just got to love them and pray for them and tell them about God's love and just bless them. Anyway, the next day they went back for, the, for their same walk and they bumped into a few of the people again. And one of the guys who'd been prayed for commented that it, would, it had really impacted him when they prayed because he wasn't a believer and he'd never experienced anything like that before. And Claire writes this. She says, only God could know how in this season of social distance, he would lead us to love those who are broken, broken and hurting and to share the love of Jesus. What a privilege. Jesus' resurrection means that we have access to resurrection power. I want to encourage us, let's keep our eyes fixed on him so that we can keep faith alive in our hearts. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to the day when the word unprecedented starts to get used to describe the move of God that we start to see around our nation. Let's ask God for that. The second thing we get to celebrate because of Jesus' resurrection is that we have access to intimacy with God. Jesus' death and resurrection made it possible for us to come in re into relationship with our Heavenly Father. And he's a Father who's always with us and promises never to leave us. That's why he sent the Holy Spirit, because he wants us to know his presence, not just around us, but tangibly, tangibly within us. And God is passionate about us knowing his affection and intimacy and presence. And Jesus made it possible for us to enjoy that. And I wonder if maybe more than ever in this season, we need to lean into the truth that we get to have intimacy with a perfect heavenly father who loves us unconditionally. And we need to ask the Holy Spirit to show us that truth more fully. 
You know, I heard a poem recently uh, that was written by a Christian and uh, one of the sentences in it was this, alone is impossible. And I remember hearing them read that bit of the poem and it just resonated with my heart because I thought, do you know what? That is absolutely true for us. It is impossible for us to be alone ever. The truth is God is always with us by his spirit. And even if we feel alone, we never are. We can't be. It's impossible for us to be alone. And that should give us great comfort in this season and any season we might find ourselves in. God is always with us by his spirit. We can also take comfort from the fact that our Heavenly Father is our protector. And when we know that God is our protector and that he's in charge, we can actually access peace and rest. I saw this picture a few weeks ago now and I absolutely loved it because it made me think of a piece of scripture that you find in Psalm 91 that depicts something more of what God is like towards us as a father. And in Psalm 91 verse 4 it says this, He will cover you with his feathers, he will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armour and protection. And sometimes if I'm feeling fearful or vulnerable or just a bit lost, I will find somewhere, somewhere to lie down and I will just picture these great big wings covering me and protecting me and enveloping me. And then I would just meditate on the truth that that is what God is like to me, that he's a father who protects me and covers me. And then I just start to enjoy the fact that I can therefore know peace and I can know rest. And I will just stay in that place, enjoying God's presence. I wonder if you need to ask the Holy Spirit to give you greater revelation of God's protection of you in this season. Jesus' resurrection makes it possible for us to know God as our Father. And not just as head knowledge, but through experience. It's not actually enough for us to know that God is a Father. We need to know him being a Father to us. And there's so many other things that I could talk about that show us what God is like as our Father. I could talk about his kindness, his comfort, his compassion, his mercy, his grace. But I just want to finish by talking about his love. And you know, it's easy for us to get over familiar about the love of God. We hear about his love all the time. But I want to pray that we, are, we go to a, a place of deeper revelation in this moment. Because several years ago, I was studying God's love. And I realized often in scripture, it's talked about as being steadfast. And what I did is I did a synonym search on the, search on the word steadfast. So that the truth of God's love for me would go to a deeper place. And I just want to read out some of those synonyms over us right now. And if you're joining us and you're not a believer, you haven't yet given your life to Jesus, you couldn't say that you're in a relationship with your heavenly father, there's going to be a box that comes up on your screen that gives you the option to raise your hand to commit your life to Jesus for the first time. And as I read these synonyms over you, I want to encourage you to let God speak truth to your heart and to go ahead and click on that button to give your life to him for the first time today and let him come and live in your heart. The rest of us, why don't you close your eyes and just let this truth pour into your spirit. God's love for us is steadfast. It's adamant, changeless, constant, dedicated, dependable and enduring. His love is established, it's faithful, it's fixed and immovable and inflexible. God's love for us is never failing. It's relentless and reliable and single-minded and stubborn and sure. It's true and unfaltering, unflinching, unwavering and unyielding. His love for us is wholehearted. This is what God's love is like towards us today and every day. So I want to encourage us in this season, as we celebrate Jesus' resurrection, let's lean into these two specific truths, that because of what Jesus has done, we get access to resurrection power. The same spirit who raised Christ from the dead lives inside us and wants to flow through us. Also, we get access to intimacy with a father, a father who will never leave us and whose love towards us is steadfast. I just want us to take a moment to pray together now. 
And if you've responded to Jesus for the first time, if you did click on that button to say, I want to give my life to Jesus today, then I want to encourage you right now to click on the live prayer button because our online hosts would love to connect with you and just tell you a bit more about who we are as a church family. But for the rest of us, I just want us to take a moment. You might want to close your eyes and put your hands out in front of you because I just really, really believe that God wants to meet with us right now and he wants to fill us afresh with his presence on this Easter Sunday. So why don't you go ahead and just begin to invite the Holy Spirit to come and to fill you. Father, we just want to say that we love you so much and we're so grateful for the cross. Jesus, we're so grateful that you rose again from the dead and that you are alive and well right now, seated in a place of complete and utter victory and complete peace. And right now, Holy Spirit, we just say, would you come and meet with us? Would you come and fill us afresh with the love of God right now? Come, Holy Spirit. We are hungry for more of you. Father, we know that your love changes everything. So would you fill us with your love right now? Increase your presence, God. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come and just blow away any anxiety, any fear, any anxiety, that you would blow it away and that you would bring peace and faith in its place right now. Holy Spirit, fill us up. Increase your presence in every household right now, Father, I pray. Come, Father, change us today with your love, with your presence. Fill us afresh. I just want to encourage you to keep engaging with the Holy Spirit. I also believe that he wants us to encounter his resurrection power today. And there's a few words of knowledge I feel like he's given me that I just want to share. If these, make, if these mean anything to you, I want to encourage you to click on the live prayer button because our hosts would love to pray for you. But I'm also going to pray too and I'm expecting that we're going to see more miracles and more breakthrough as God's resurrection power breaks in. So the few words I've got, Anyone who's been experiencing heaviness, particularly in the last couple of weeks, that they haven't been able to shift, I believe God just wants to come and lift that off and bring peace. A sharp pain in your right knee, which makes it difficult for you to kneel down. I felt like God gave me the word AIDS. We'd love to pray for you if that relates to you at all. Um, thyroid problems that are particularly causing a lack of energy. Left ankle pain that is then going down into the heel. We'd love to pray for you and any kind of nerve pain or nerve damage. If any of those make sense to you, I'm just gonna pray for you right now. And if you need any other breakthrough, you need Jesus' resurrection power, then just receive two. And Father, I just wanna thank you that you're healer and that you're with each one of us and that you have all power and all authority. And right now I just release your kingdom into every household, into everybody in Jesus' name right now. Father, I just speak to heaviness and I command heaviness to lift off of us in Jesus' name now. And Father, in its place that you would bring peace and rest and faith. Right now, Father. I speak to any pain in people's bodies, ankle pain or knee pain or nerve pain. And I command you to go now in Jesus' name. Pain, get out of our bodies. And Father, I release and declare healing in its place in Jesus' name. Come Holy Spirit, we speak to thyroids and we say work as you should. We speak to nerve damage and we just speak to you nerves and say come back to life again. On this Resurrection Sunday, come back to life in Jesus' name. And Father, we just pray that you would advance your kingdom in every household that's watching. We pray God, let your resurrection power flow for your glory, Jesus. Come and do what only you can do, we pray in your powerful name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. We are done for today. Please do let us know stories of anything that God's done today or throughout the week. And we will really look forward to seeing you again soon.